I'm Mark Adams and this is Mark's Mess 50 for 50. Each week I will look at a year in my life looking at the major events and influences ending up in the year 2021 on my 50th birthday. This week, 2005. 2005 was the year that YouTube launched, making people waste even more time on the internet. It was also the year that I started a blog, which is great in helping me know what I did that year. Medicine advanced with the first person to be cured of AIDS, giving hope to many, and the first human face transplant. We gained another second to the year, and we lost a Pope. Although I'm not a Catholic, Pope John Paul II had been a background character in my life, and it was interesting to see how the new Pope was chosen. In a year that the provisional IRA announced an end to armed struggle, London has one of the worst terror attacks, with bombs in public transport killing 52 people and injuring 700 more, both on the iconic London buses and the underground. On the home front, I was left with Charlotte one evening a week while Julie went to pottery class. Charlotte was still hard to get to go to sleep at night, and when she went from a cot to a bed, I was woken up the next morning by being hit in the head with a naughty book. You know, one of the hardbacks. We also got a new TV that year, a widescreen, how modern. I remember installing it, because that was the night of a football match that most people in Northern Ireland will never forget. When Northern Ireland played, you tend to ask, how much did they lose by? And that night they played England, one of the better teams in the world. Not being a sports fan, I only watched a bit to see how the picture was looking on the new TV. But something strange was happening. We were winning, which lasted to the final whistle. The movies coming out that year, not that we got to see too many of them with a small child, pushed the superhero genre even further. Fantastic Four, with a practical effects thing, was actually quite a good movie, but only felt like a team movie near the end. Batman Begins was yet another origin for the Cape Crusader, but with a difference. It was really good. I honestly didn't notice the lack of Batman for the first half of the movie. Revenge of the Sith, I did see in the cinema. The last of the Star Wars prequels. The whole thing felt like it was filmed on green screen. And even in that last half hour, that battle, it was just flashing lights all over the place. After hearing about how good it was and seeing a film of it coming out, I bought the series of Firefly and I loved it. And then watched Serenity and maybe had a tear in my eye when Wash died. That summer, the three of us went on a holiday to the north of England to centre parks. These were sort of cabins in the woods type of thing with entertainment and a big fancy swimming pool. We hired bikes with Charlotte in a trailer behind. It was a very peaceful place and it was a really good time. It was, of course, the time that I learned that when Charlotte is on my shoulders, I have to keep my eye out on how short the doors are. In work, the boys had a nickname for me. Marcus. Yeah, that's the limit of their imagination. I did ask them, why do you call me Marcus? And the reply was, because it's short for Mark. Yep. That's all you need to know. We had a group of young adults uh, in two afternoons a week. 
and I happened to mention that when I was an engineer I spent a morning in the Falls Road in Belfast and an afternoon in the Shankill in Belfast. Those being very Republican and very Loyalist areas respectively. They asked in wonder if I had really been to the Shankill because it seemed to them as the Loyalists' mecca. We decided in work to have a trip to Belfast and go on an open-top bus tour. They were delighted. It was a really good tour as well, with some interesting facts about Belfast that I never knew. But then we went down the Falls Road, and these two young boys, who had barely been outside their hometown all their life, slid down in their seats, pulled up their hoods, in case any hardline Republicans would recognise them. And when we went down the Loyalist Shankill Road, they stood up and took their cameras out, as if they were on a Universal Studio tour. It was an interesting look at how loyalist young men think. TV was good to look at, with Julie and I enjoying Monk together, as well as a UK version of The Apprentice. But this was the year that Doctor Who came back on our screens. And we were there from the start, and I even remember Graham Norton's voice inadvertently being broadcast on the first few seconds of Rose. To be honest, it was a bit silly at times, and only really kicked into gear when the episode Dalek giving a darker edge to the title character. And it wasn't just children who said, are you my mummy, to scare each other. I was genuinely sad to see Christopher Eccleston leave, but it was a real treat to have Doctor Who as part of a Christmas tradition for over a decade. The USA gave us Star Trek Enterprise, which I stuck for a couple of seasons before tiring of, and we got the overhyped Lost. Remember when it was great? The BBC showed the first season, then Channel 4 got their hands on it and milked the adverts until it hurt. Honestly, there was about 15 minutes for some of the advert breaks. In comics, both DC and Marvel brought out humour hero titles, with I Can't Believe It's Not Justice League and The Great Lakes Adventures, bringing much needed mirth to my reading. I was reading a lot that year with Babylon 5 and Doctor Who tie-in books, as well as Pratchett's Thud. Charlotte was turning two, which for her was quite exciting, while she watched Julie bake her cake in the kitchen. In her animated enthusiasm, she fell off one of the kitchen chairs and hurt her arm. We took the sobbing two-year-old to A&D, who promptly had us take the blubbering Bane to X-Ray. There, she perked up and enjoyed herself running up and down the corridor, giggling. Not a bad birthday after all, even if she did have a green stick fracture and a brand new cast for Granny to sign. That Christmas, knowing how much I like spoken word audio, my brother Roger sent me a CD of a science fiction story. Not an audiobook, but part of an internet radio program called Escape Pod, which was my first podcast that I listened to. If you would like to contact me, you can by email at mymarksmess at gmail.com, on Twitter at Marksmess Podcast without the T, and on Facebook at Marksmess Podcasts. Thanks to Josh Woodward of joshwoodward.com for the title music. Music